Hi, and welcome to Shorts, our short version of Let's Talk Design, where I, Timothy, interview designers to find out what makes them tick. In this episode, I interview Laura Birgens of Antwerp-based design studio Bosberg. Welcome, Laura, from uh, Bureau Bosberg. Welcome to Shorts. Uh, I think you and your partner were a guest a couple of years ago at Let's Talk Design in Antwerp. So I'm quite curious to see uh, where you are right now. Uh, so welcome. And maybe it's good to have a short introduction for those who don't know you or don't know the work. Just tell us who you are and what you do. Hi, so I'm Laura, Laura Bergans. And as you hear, Bergans, Berg, the first or the second part of Bureau Bosberg, because we founded Bureau Bosberg with the two of us, Sang van den Bos and Lara Bergans. And Bureau Bosberg is a graphic design agency. We also do some art direction. A lot of projects are graphic identities, but we also design expos. We for example, this last or this year, we designed an expo for Mode Museum in Hasselt. Or we do also the book design. For example, we designed some travel guides together with Ben van Looy. And at the moment, we are with three persons in the studio. We have a third colleague, Marion, and it's very nice to work with the three of us. But all, of course, for a lot of projects, it's not only the three of us. We collaborate with photographers, interior designers, depends on the projects, programmers. Yes, we are. We're happy to collaborate with a lot of other designers and people. Yeah, so I know you work mainly because of the cultural work you do in graphic design. Is that the focus of the studio? Yeah, it actually it it was it it grow it grows it grows naturally like that. We really like to work for the cultural sector because we like to go to theater or dance performance or to go and see expositions or go to festivals. So it's really nice to work for that kind of assignments. But it, it went naturally like that because one of the first assignments uh, or the first graphic uh, identities or projects I worked on was for, for Z33, a house for, for art in Hasselt. And then it starts evolving like that, mostly working for design, art, theater, yeah, performances. But for now, we're starting to work on some other projects too, like Amic Grants or some school groups. So we're happy to work for other kind of clients too, but yeah. Yeah, we really we we like the diversity of projects. So we are not like, oh, it's not cultural. We don't do this. No, we really like the diversity. But yeah, 
So it's not that you're against working for commercial brands, but it's no. just... Yeah, it's how it works. Nowadays, people think we only do cultural work because they see mainly see this kind of work on our website, probably. But yeah, we, are, we would be happy to, do, to get some new clients in totally different sectors. Who knows, this uh, interview might help. <laughs> so, how did you become interested in graphic design? Uh, yeah, I was thinking about it and I thought uh, it first happened in secondary school. And actually, I didn't know what graphic design were, was or it even existed. I was just designing posters and uh, making flyers for the school ball or the popcorn sale, I don't know. Then I thought maybe it was even before because I think I was about eight years old and I had my own museum in my bedroom where I, where I showed my collections of stones and some other stuff. And back then I made little posters and I used to spread them around the house uh, to make promotion for my museum and because my dad had illustrator on his computer i was able to experiment with the with illustrator i remember i didn't understand the pen tool at all i didn't it was too complex to understand back then and so for example the letters i'm i draw with hand or mouse were not very readable but I was always happy to see the gradients, for example, coming out of the printer. And then, yeah, as that way I made posters. Uh, for those who don't know, Illustrator is a design tool to draw, basically. Yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah, to draw. And it was then, I think, only when I had to choose what I would do after secondary school that I noticed graphic design was something you can study and you could become a graphic designer. So I was happy to explore and look at the schools who, who are offering this. And yeah, then I decided to go for it. Sort of a logical choice, basically. I remember I had to choose because I was also thinking about going to study languages at university. And then I was hesitating between those two. And then I thought, oh no, let's just choose the most fun. I thought, and that was graphic design, I thought. And so very happy I made that choice back then. So do you still have interest in languages or? Yes. Like now I feel not so confident with English and that's I, I think it's really a pity because I really liked to do languages in secondary school and French too so I'd like to fresh get a fresh re refreshment or something but my first job as a graphic designer was in a French-speaking design agency in Brussels okay which one uh, it was called Sign. 
but I don't see or hear them anymore, so I don't know. Even if I think they still exist, but uh, they're not that present anymore. Yeah, it's it's a totally other because I I think maybe French speaking and Dutch speaking design agencies are very separate, maybe in in Belgium, unfortunately. It's very true. A big language barrier, yeah. So in your design work, are there any principles or philosophies that you consistently apply to your work? Yes, I think so. It's very important for me to first think about a concept, idea, or a focus. And this concept will determine the form. So maybe something like form follows ID or something like that. And if you, I think if you work like this, it also protects you from creating just beautiful designs that probably resemble another thousand other designs in the world. Probably it's also something which is a big focus on the, in the, at school in St. Lucas in Ghent, where I studied. So we also learned it that way. So do you have a standard methodology to start your design concepts? A good briefing is really important. So a good talk with the client and then inspiration. Uh, I think for me, it's important to not look for inspiration in other graphic designs. Because then, yeah, you're probably making something again and again, and it won't be better than the original. So for me, it's more inspiring to look at art or vernacular design or culture or go to a theater performance. Or maybe sometimes even when I go to a performance, which is not interesting for me, which yeah, unfortunately, it's not my cup of tea. And then I'm totally not in the performance, but just thinking about the assignments I'm working on. And then I get good ideas too. So bad performances or performances I don't like are also very inspiring. <laughs> just to have time. Yeah, you have to be there in your seat for one or maybe sometimes even four hours, I don't know, and you're sitting there and your brain has a lot of time to think. And that's, yeah, a lot of ideas come that way. <laughs> From being bored, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe being bored is, yeah, it's something you ha important to, you have to get, you have to have time to get those ideas. It's not... Often it's not from being behind your computer screen and looking at that other graphic designs. Often it's when uh, walking around in the city or, yeah, being in a boring theater, I don't know. <laughs> not that all theater we go to is so boring. Uh, for, luckily not. Most of them are really nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this switch strange because we are we have a lot of assignments in theater <laughs> yeah and maybe also some other things we focus on or 
we think are is is are important is like typography we have a big focus on typography and also the details of it no widows or orphans and then when you're finishing a design or you you're going to the client with the first ideas important is for me also to be fully convinced of what you present otherwise you can't yeah convince them true yeah or yeah. they will ask questions that you can't answer yeah indeed or maybe they are like oh very nice and then at the end you're not convinced about it not nice too so never a good thing no <laughs> no sounds a bit well i think a lot of designers can uh, totally understand what you uh, mean by presenting stuff that you don't well where you're not completely convinced I think everyone in his career has moments like that. But it's important to keep that in mind. It shouldn't happen, right? Next question. What do you think the role of graphic design is in shaping a brand's identity? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh, it shapes the brand. Or maybe I should so say it makes the brand visible in print and online. And I think a good design or a good graphic identity is mirroring and strengthening and maybe even shaping the brand's identity. But you have to get the chance to do that. Or I should say how it all, it all depends on the collaboration you have. Probably your role as a graphic designer can be as big as you want it to be or as a client wants it to be. Can you think along with the team? Do you get really well-defined briefings? Are you there from the start? Yeah, we really like to be involved as much as possible. Or we really want to get a clear view on what the missions of the brand are or what they stand for. But yeah, it always depends on the collaboration you have and the budget, for example, how deep you can dive. You need to be involved in the whole process instead of being, being the last person in line. Yeah, that's, yeah, indeed. And maybe not only for graphic identities, but also for like campaigns, for example, for Tonelas. We did a rebranding or a new graphic identity last year. And now for the start of the season in September, we really collaborate, collaborate with the team, the intern, internal team of the house, with the makers, the performers. And we were sitting together for a lot of times and talking about what it should be like, this campaign. And at the end, we were all very happy with what came out of it. And but it, we we had a lot of routes to go and a lot of ideas because we are so many people. But it worked out really well because yeah, it was we were there from the start and everybody was there. So it was yeah, it was really nice. Are you involved in the art direction? If you do like a brand identity for a cultural house and you determine the photography style, 
Are you still involved afterwards in the photography or as an art director? Is it just giving them guidelines and then letting go? It depends. So for some graphic identities, we keep on designing everything for them. And for others, we make a brand guide and give it to the cultural house, for example, and they continue working with uh, and also for campaigns like indeed working with a photographer yeah sometimes we choose a photographer uh, think of the id for the shoot and organize it do, do the total package and then we are there at the day of shooting too but other times sometimes a performance already exists for example or a product already exists and the photos the 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 images are are already with and yeah then it's only translating it to the brand or to the graphic identity so it really depends and it's nice to have both of this oh, this all these different ways of working because sometimes it's also kind of nice to look how can we, for example, for a brochure for a cultural house, and you have all these kinds of different pictures by different photo photographers, and then there's one illustration too, and they all have to fit in one brochure or on one website, and they all have to look like they're owned by this house, this cultural house. And that's that's nice to work on too. How can they all be a bit together or belong a bit together, as different as they are? Can you tell me about one of your favorite projects you worked on so far? Actually, most of the time, if a project a project is nice to work on or not, it depends on the persons behind the project or behind the brand, the persons you have to collaborate with. So, yeah. And I was thinking about that and I was like, like oh, actually, we're very lucky with all of the people we work with because we have really nice yeah, colleagues or people we work for and yeah I think we're lucky so it was also difficult to choose them one favorite project also because I like the diversity of projects we're working on from graphic identities to expo design web design book design like for social media even so yeah maybe the question should be well two things the fact that you call your clients colleagues already says a lot but maybe the question should be the project you're most proud of instead of your favorite project because that's the difference i'm quite proud of uh, the graphic identity and all the deliverables we uh, did or do uh, for het theater festival we started working on it in 2016 and so it was one of the first big graphic identities we did 
So we felt really proud of them about it. And also because, again, the persons behind the festival are very, very nice to work with. Some years ago, they got a new director, but, and we were like, oh, it's done. There will be a new graphic identity because, yeah, a new director, new graphic identity. But they were like, oh, no, we still like it. It's still very relevant. Um, why should we change it? We really like it. So we were happy to continue working in it. And, for example, this year was the first time we made a magazine for them. And we, I was very happy to... See, it was still possible to de develop new ideas within this seven-year-old graphic identity. So, yeah. It's nice to hear that a new creative director or a creative... Is it a creative director of a cultural house? Yeah, or maybe rather... I must think about the function which is behind her name. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I would say it's a creative director, but I'm not sure. No, it's not a creative director because they have a big jury, which is selecting all of the performances which will be on the festival because it's like the most important performances of uh, last cultural year are um, shown there again. And so it's not one person who is choosing the performances. Big. It's a big compliment if a person that important for a, for a cultural institute changes jobs and you have someone new who wants to start fresh and still feels that the identity is well fits the brand. Yeah, yeah, indeed, we were very happy. Yeah, I haven't heard that uh, before actually. <laughs> well, I would say most of the time they want to do their own yeah, thing indeed. and start. Yeah, doing their own stuff. All right, so uh, how do you balance creativity and practicality in your design work? Because I know because of the work you do, a lot of cultural work, but also bigger design jobs like musical festivals, all that stuff there, it gives oh, a lot of practical deliverables. So how's that balance? Yeah. I can't be creative like eight hours a day. So it's good to have this balance or this way to alternate designing, sending emails, making prize offers. And also we're the three of us. So when somebody is like, oh, now I've had enough of like designing thousand pages book, we can cha change or we do a lot of ping pong too when we start for example with a new project somebody starts on it and uh, another one uh, continues and indeed there's a lot of emailing and um, video calls or real life meetings but probably it's good of to have this this uh, balance between all these kind of things is that if you would, if you would translate that into a percentage, how much of the job is doing 
anything else than pure design work. Yeah, that's difficult, but probably even if you're like sending emails or reading briefings or being on the train to an, um, a client, even then a new assignment can be in your head and yeah, they can pop up. So you're even then you're designing <laughs> uh, I, or even in the weekend, probably <laughs> if I think like this, because yeah, these, uh, most of the time, like I said before, don't come when you're like, they have to come and I'm behind my computer. But percentage, maybe, maybe, maybe it's, I wish it was more designing than it's now because yeah, there's a lot of things to do. But mm, percentage, that's really difficult. Ideally you would like to in the future. It might be good to have that you grow from three to four people or five. So you can divide the work a bit more practical and do more creative stuff, right? Sounds good, yeah. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I was really happy to when when this new colleague came, so when we went from two to three, but I don't think it should be like 20 people here. <laughs> it's nice to know everyone very well and to know who's good in what and to get a view on everything, probably. Not every, every detail, of course, but yeah, it's also, yeah. Do you have plans to grow or is it just, well, we'll see how it goes and we'll grow organically? Yeah, until now we're like we we've been like oh we will see how it goes, and that has been very working very well until now. So for now, I'm very happy with the three of us, but maybe it can be a a few more. Uh, I would if I'm dreaming, I would be happy to have some different other clients too. Maybe. Yeah, not maybe not so cultural or maybe fashion or like a grocery store. I don't know. <laughs> Can be nice too. I think. So what you're saying is that for the work you're doing right now, you don't really need more people for the projects you do, but you want to grow and diversify in the future. Yeah, you'll probably need to expand. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for the moment, it's going well. But yeah, maybe let, I'm always, and, and Sang is the same. Let's see. We'll, we'll see. And, and we were very happy when we opened the job offer for the third person to get a lot of free response because we, we didn't know how it would be like because we did, never did it. But we were very happy and yeah. So we know it's possible to to find someone extra. Maybe then it should be... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we didn't know some, anyone would reply even. <laughs> but yeah, they did. 
And maybe then the extra person should be like a programmer or somebody with a different background. I don't know. Copywriter can be. Diversify the skill set. Here is the last question. Do you ever had to deal with particularly demanding or a challenging client and how did you handle it? I think it's a question a lot of designers can relate to. I think we have a lot of demanding or challenging clients because, for example, a lot of them are artists or people who have a lot of love for their project or job. So it's really important for them. And most of the time they know quite well what I want, but yeah, they still have to be able to translate it to us or we have to understand what I want. But so actually they can be as demanding or challenging as they are because they come to us and because of the way we work and they trust us and we have a good conversation, it always turns out well. Um, this trust is really important and the reason why they chose to work with us is also important, but we have the impression that most of the clients, of course, they look at our portfolio uh, or they even speak to other clients and then that's how they get to know us and yeah, then it works out well. I guess you have a lot of referrals yeah. also because of the type of work. Yeah. Sang always says works, create, works. Um, no, work, creates work. True. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> so if we have a good briefing and a good close cooperation, we prefer to be closely involved, as I said before. We don't want to work purely in execution. We really like to think together or to develop something new together with the client. Maybe sometimes the client also needs a bit of self-confidence or because, <laughs> strange you say, maybe, but we want to design like new things and not blend in the world full of designs. I remember a situation situation with a BMB, a big BMB with a garden and uh, several other projects uh, in it. And um, we were working uh, at their new graphic identity and was still the very start of it. We presented the first IDs and the first sketches and they were like, yeah, we expected something different, totally different actually, but it's really, really nice, but it's not like what we expected. So we have to think about it. And we were like, oh, what's, what, how will this turn out? But then they called us and I said like, yeah, we went to a restaurant and they had a really particular way of designing their menu and we were looking at it and yeah it got our attention and then they were like that's what we need to we we need our 
own design and something people haven't seen yet. So we go for it and we're like very happy. So yeah. Let's just say on the commercial side, consumer side, that's a difficult thing. It would be different, I think, on the cultural side. Yeah, it's quite commercial, I think. Or it's, yeah, that's like Horeca. But yeah, probably when they come to us, they also see it. Our website or our Instagram, it's like... It's not like one... Sometimes I look at Instagrams of other designers and I'm like, oh, everything is blending in so well and has the same color or it's working so well together, all these different designs. And then I'm like, yeah, but actually it shouldn't, uh, for me, it shouldn't be like this. It's it's my point of view, of course, uh, because to design something different for every client. And uh, yeah, then it's maybe not working very well if you see it all together or because it shouldn't yeah it's they all have their own identity absolutely i think that's totally fine it would be weird to have too much of the same yeah but you see it often but maybe it's easy for the client to would i know what the hell gets if they go to an agency like this yeah i don't think they will be helped the best uh, possible way no, me neither, but yeah. All right, Laura, thank you for uh, this interview. You're welcome. Uh, is there anything else you want to add or mention? Uh, now would be a great time. Uh, I, uh, I remember. Um, if we have to like look for new projects, we're like quite next to the zoo. If the zoo needs a new graphic identity, you can hear the lions in the office, the lions in the office here. So, <laughs> yeah. They need to call you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Laura, for the interview. Thank you for your time. It was good to have you on the show. And see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening or watching. You can subscribe to the series on YouTube and your favorite podcast app. Feel free to share tips and feedback on those platforms. Your feedback is essential to improve this series. Let's talk soon.